back quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how oh, you can throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. Hi, I'm Leroy Kelly, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, and I'm listening to Six Peas in a Pot. <laughs> Something like that. All right, everybody. Welcome to week one, episode one of season three of Six Peas in a Pea. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here with a basket full of wonderful guests. Chris Poland. Hey, well. Brian Weeby. Hashtag SLPB. <laughs> Is that Silver Linings Playbook? Exactly. All right. <laughs> Dave Obenauer. Hey. And back in Columbus, Ohio, Ian Wolf. Hashtag SLPB. <laughs> <laughs> Some like peanut butter. <laughs> Way back in the room behind me is also Sherry Oliver. Hello. All right. Browns lose to the Steelers 30-27, to but more importantly, before we get to that, Leroy Kelly, Hall of Famer Leroy Kelly, starting us off there with a re-endorsement for what I think is our show. Dave, how did that happen? Uh, there was a party down in Miamisburg, south of Dayton. Um, uh, the Browns backers local uh, group set it off at a pizza place. Actually, it was at an American Legion. And I went over and bugged him to do that for us, and he was very gracious in doing it. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, thanks, Leroy. And the first Hall of Famer to be on our show. Other than, Ian, what are you in the Hall of Fame for? I am in the Hall of Fame for having lived in Minnesota for two fucking years. Yeah. There's probably a lot of people in that one. Yeah, but, you know, I deserve recognition. <laughs> Can we introduce a new segment of our show? Uh, the 6B in a pie pie corner? <laughs> <laughs> the pie what? The pie corner. Oh, yes. Let's go ahead and introduce that. All right. It's pie corner. <laughs> so, uh, what's your guys' favorite pie? Dave. Blackberry with seeds. Poland. Uh, Ian was right. Peanut butter. There you go. Jerry. Pecan. Weeby. I'm liking coconut cream these days. Ian. Dutch apple. Me, moon. Coconut <laughs> 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 cream, too. All right, all right, that wraps up another uh, edition of Pie Corner. Hi, I'm Leroy Kelly, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, and I'm listening to Six Peas in a Pie. <laughs> Something like all that. right, and we're back. We probably just played that Leroy Kelly thing again after the Pie Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Browns lose to the Steelers 30 Six to 20. Peas in a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Browns lose to the Steelers 30 to 27. Um, we have a lot to talk Heart about. I didn't think we were going to have as much to talk about. I didn't have too much uh, in the first half. And I guess let's start there. Two completely different halves of football. Yeah. We, we've seen now already through the first game, we've seen the Browns it is what is probably their worst and what is probably their best. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like the roller coaster of an entire season condensed within a single game. Randy's it's interesting too, though, because last season we were known as like, Doing well in the first half, mm-hmm. and then blowing it in the second half. Maybe next year we'll get both halves. Well, <laughs> I, I think what you're suggesting is that we create some sort of Chud Petten hybrid as a head coach. Chutton, Chutton, Chutton. I like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the first half, two teams dominating. Defense looked terrible. They, they did dominate. Yeah, the, that was. I mean, the first half was about as low as I've been in the first game of a season in my entire life. 
it's like every every time the Steelers got the ball, he's like, well, it's about to be uh, what twenty four to three, and like and of course it happened. Mm-hmm. And even when something good happened, like the interception, they just they just shit it away immediately. Yeah, that was a real missed opportunity. Indeed. It seemed like the offense didn't perform much worse than I expected them to. Just the defense performed way worse than I thought yeah. they would. Yeah, we have that here, especially I think someone was talking about... Oh, Luke said that on Facebook. We asked Facebook a question over at Six Bs and a P. Find us on there. Um, we asked what people thought, and he said one of his big cons was Gilbert and uh, Hayden both getting burned so much in the first half. Yeah, Gilbert looked uh, pretty awful. Right. Hayden didn't look much better. No, no, there were a little, yeah. couple touchy little fouls. But yeah, the- let's talk about that. Here's a sidebar, not on the outline. Joe Hayden, is he that good? Be yes. real. Yes. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. You've, you've changed my mind. No, he's not. <laughs> Come on! I mean, he plays in games that don't matter, but he gets burned for, like, he gets fucking beat when it matters. By Antonio Brown, he's such an asshole. You just get the Pittsburgh Yeah, let's Steelers talk about the kicking to the face. Spencer Lanning, the Browns punter, got kicked in the face by Antonio Brown um, on a punt return. I don't remember which one that was. It was in the first half, so? Uh, yeah, it was so, like yeah. a 60-yard punt return. It was like... It was bad. Yeah. And um, there was a tweet. I don't know if it's in our Tweets of the Week, but he was tweeting about it um, afterwards. So he's he's with us in the land of the conscious. But he did get kicked straight in the face by Antonio Brown. He's a dickhead. Well, one of his tweets was a picture of the kick. And Spencer Lanning said, "Wait, when did this happen?" Which is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Can we start calling him a Spencer Landing spot for people's feet? Yes, we can. Fair enough. Sure. Um. So, you guys got any thoughts on that? That was pretty. Yeah. Hard. It made me pretty mad, but I was at a Browns bar, and for the most part, I feel like the Browns fans were sort of like, "Yeah, we get kicked in the face. Whatever." You know, like, oh, that was kind of cool. We got kicked in the face, and that does, doesn't make me even matter. It does sum up being like a, a fan of the Browns against the Steelers. It's just a Steeler kicking us in the face for <laughs> right. And like to me, if you're going to do like the most unsportsmanly like thing in a game, that's probably it. Another <laughs> <laughs> guy in the face, yeah. And then he just got to keep playing and beating us. Yeah, I mean, the next step beyond that is like the beginning of La- uh, Last Boy Scout when the guy shoots the dude. <laughs> I thought it looked like a wrestler's finishing move. It <laughs> helps you into the ground. It did seem like he had a little bit of gumption behind it at the end there. Um, oh, gumption? A little, little piss and vinegar? Before we get into the second half of the game, which we, as we mentioned was completely different, I wanted to talk about uh, two other things about the first half. One is Ben Roethlisberger, who had an insane first half. Um, and they kept asking, Is Roethlisberger a magician? <laughs> so we had in the outline, magician, question mark, rapist, question mark. <laughs> he, he magics them panties off. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Just fill in the space. <laughs> Brown. Browns are absolutely terrible. I mean, he just ate that defense up. The other thing I wanted to bring up was how many times they showed Jonathan football. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I Every time I... uh, Hoyer threw a pass? All the time. Yeah, even in the second half when Hoyer was doing well, they kept just cutting back to Johnny football. A little bit of Johnny football. What's he doing? They're they're so obsessed with him that at one point during the game, like they uh, gave him laurels for being a good teammate, for like giving somebody <laughs> a high five. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm just gonna. I just wonder. I thought Hoyer was great in the second half. We'll get to that in a minute. And I mean, he didn't do great in the first half. The guy. We're also going to talk about this thing that showed up on Deadspin of a very angry man. <laughs> Um, scare the shit out of all of us. I don't know if everyone's had a chance to listen to that. He's on the show, but um, he was really pissed. I, I thought Hoyer had a good game. Um, yeah. And we'll that, get... I mean, yeah, the first half was rough, but the second half 
Oh boy. It's good. But I don't so, think the first half was rough because of Hoyer. Yeah. yeah. But, but he wasn't doing himself any favors. All around. Right. But Can we talked about how uh, John Football has a Muppet mouth, kind of. Yes, go ahead. You have anything? I mean, that's it. <laughs> yes. All right, next segment. <laughs> Let's talk about. So basically, we, we two completely different halves of football. Lots of silver linings. Uh, Ian has turned into a robot. <laughs> Ian. What? Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> do, I, do I sound like a robot? Because that's all. Riveting radio. <laughs> Riveting. Um, we'll just pretend he is not there for a minute. So the second half, completely different game. And I think what you have to hope is that, I think like Ian said, I think you saw the Browns look the worst and their best in two, in the same game. And you just have to hope that they're closer to their best, to how they looked in the second half. Hoyer was great. Our running game, right? Great running game. We haven't yeah. seen a running game like that in a number of years. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so uh, encouraging with, like, just going down the middle where normally that would be, like, two yards and see it become, like, Six to twelve or whatever. Right, couple mm-hmm. touchdowns. Crowl. How do you say his Crowl. name? Crowl. 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 Back there. Is my Crowl. sound back to normal? We don't know. Anyway, he's awesome. Two touchdowns. Terrence West had a good game. Ben Tate out with an injury. Isn't that his? That was always apparently, and he's he's living up to it. Hello, Cameron too. Yeah, Cameron hurt as well. Jesus Christ, Jordan Cameron. Yeah, he was caught some awesome passes in uh, Hoyer moving down the field, and that was one of the things with that running game. Hoyer was able to uh, this play action man. That's what I realized because I saw that when he threw that touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was incredible because you realize that for most of last year, they literally never did a play-action play because no one ever thought they were going to run the ball further than a yard and a half. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm encouraged by the uh, the offense and, and the coaching in general. I mean, you know, they responded to a terrible first half and, like, marched back into the game. That was yeah. great. And they could have given up. I thought that that you know, I mean, down twenty-seven to three at halftime, like that's pretty intense. And I think it showed something that they actually came through. Ian had some issue, and we'll get to that in a minute. I'm not sure if he's a robot or here or not here or what. I happened. don't know. Okay, no, you're good. You're back. You're good. All right. What's my issue? Well, hold on. We're gonna get to that in a second. All right, but even... The Browns basically came back for the, anyone out there that missed the game. They came back from being down 27-3 to tying the game up at 27 with about five minutes left, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It was awesome. Brian Hoyer leading them down the field and a variation in the play calling, getting everyone involved, like fucking Gary Barnage is catching passes. You know, it was, it was cool. Um, but then what – the game changed a little bit. There became this very important decision where the Browns ended up punting the ball after <coughs> yardage. And yeah. hitting the ball at the one, the Steelers got it at the 20 because of some bad special teams play. And then some awful things happened. Yeah. I would have liked so, to have seen a yeah. challenge on a couple things. Yeah, me too. Well, let's talk about the end of the game. So the Browns punted when they were at what, their own... 35, 40, something like that. They took a delay a game. The so then Steelers, yeah, yeah, Steelers get the ball to 20, and the Browns hold. And then there was that fucking fake punt. Oh, yeah. 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 Which, yeah. Kudos, kudos to the Steelers. That's that's a ballsy fucking call. Real ballsy call. But what that did, even though the Steelers, the Steelers didn't score on that possession, what it did was it changed field position. So when the Browns got the ball back, they were buried deep instead of if they had held, having it like the 30 or whatever, 40 maybe. Yeah. So then there's that last series for the Browns where everything went to shit. So there's like they get the ball with what, like two minutes, a little less than, if I remember right? Yes. 
So first play, uh, Hoyer gets sacked. That sucks, but that's not bad play calling or anything. And then they let the clock run down. And I was thinking when that was happening, oh, they're just gonna like they're just go gonna to take overtime. a tie right now and go to overtime. Yeah, but then they like run a play with three seconds on the play clock, which is a pass, which ends up being incomplete. Clock's which is up. essentially a timeout for the Steelers at this point. Mm-hmm. And that extra timeout ended up being the difference in the end. Because if they had run the ball twice, then the clock winds down, the Steelers get the ball with either no timeouts or no time. So I think that mm-hmm. last series was terrifically mismanaged. And I don't know if it's Shanahan calling that or if it was, came down from Petten. Well, Petten's uh, not calling plays on the offense, I don't think. Shanahan All right, so. Sh- so Shanahan, then I don't know that that was that that last series was a could have been handled much better and probably would have potentially affected the outcome of the game. But overall, I got to hand it to him for like I mean I, I watched football being played today on yeah. offense instead yeah. of just total nothingness, you know like. But we played really bad football and then really good football and the defense in that second half. Only points it gave up was the game-winning field goal, which, again, was another thing that was just really unfortunate. Once they ended up getting the ball back, they had that 25-yard pass to Wheaton up the middle with enough time left to run up and spike it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, tough loss by the Browns, but I think a lot of positives still here. Yeah, a a whole lot of positives. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, the game hurt to lose, but I left it with much more hope than I did last week, you know? Yeah, So, great. Who do we think then regresses more towards what you expected, the offense or the defense? Because in the second half, the offense definitely played over their uh, heads, right. whereas in the defense for the first half and then the end of the game did not play up to the level that we had been led to believe they could play. Right. So which one of those comes back to what you might expect, do you think? I think it's the offense. Yeah. I mean, I'm not so saying... you think the defense... Yeah, maybe think these the defense is going to continue to suck. Well, I don't know. You know, Hoyer is a game manager, and I think there was points for that scene. A game manager. Like, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, Hoyer, like, you know, I think really led them down on, on several drives in a row in the second half. I mean, but the, nothing was going in the first half. So I really do believe the offense is a sort of mean of those two, you know, where maybe. What was positive to me in the second half was seeing that that team without Gordon and with Brian Hoyer now as its leader again could be a successful offense every once in a while. I mean, I thought it was amazing that they did it three drives in a row very quickly. They scored two touchdowns in like six and a half minutes. Oh, that was great. They, they, that did not happen they last gotten, year. No, not without some sort of accident. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we didn't actually fell into the end zone. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, and these running backs I thought looked great, too. You know, I was a little worried. Once Tate went down, you had these two rookies, and they both played really good. Um, yeah. I wasn't surprised that the, could they pick somebody up, though, if Tate's, uh, Tate's going to be out for a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I Both of them impressed me quite a bit. They both went for over six yards of carry. Right. Which was even though, like, you know, they both had a couple where they got drilled four yards behind the line of scrimmage. But that, that have we settled on how to say his name? Crowell? That's pretty good. Sure. Uh, that guy fucking hits the hole hard. <laughs> Brian, come on. I'm sorry. I'm We're sorry. grown-ups. We are grown-ups. I'm sorry. You're right, Ian. He does hit the hole hard. Um, apple pie moonshine. Why is this everywhere now? Yeah, question? seriously, what's the deal? What is the deal, anybody? Who asked this question? It's in the outline. And also, I'm, I'm right. Like, it, it, we have this place in New Straitsville. Down down here in southeast Ohio, um, New Straitsville, they have the Moonshine Festival every year. It was a big moonshine place. And now there's a distillery that makes moonshine from there, and they sell it like... And I, I've been at liquor stores and seen this, and they look like mason jars, you know, full of, like, moonshine. I'm not the person that put it in the outline, just because I'm... I am. I've, like, yeah. encountered in seven different places in the past, like, six months, apple pie and moonshine, and I've never heard about it until this year. It can't possibly be legit moonshine. Anybody had it? I've had it. Dave, what's it taste like? 
apple pie. <laughs> it's really tasty, and it will destroy you. I don't. Yeah, I've I've mixed it with bourbon, and it's been great. But... <laughs> I like that you've mixed it with bourbon. <laughs> I've had uh, an actual apple pie moonshine, which is made with so moonshine, and it's I've, delicious. I've had an actual apple pie before. Dutch apple. <laughs> apple pie. We'd love to have you on the show. Moonshine, moonshine distillers. We'd love to have any of you on the show. Well, we have a pie corner. We don't have a moonshine corner. Oh yeah, we do have a pie corner. We, maybe we can do like a pie recipe every week in that. Maybe we should have another additional pie corner. No, not yet. Save it for next week. What What do you think Pedden did at the half? So, like, did he go right. full on Stone Cold and just like crack open a couple of beers and dump them on his head? Chris Poland, you said he looked like Goldberg more. I think we lost Chris Poland. Did we? Technical Poland difficulties. Yeah. Oh, no. Dave, do you, do you oh. think he looks like Goldberg? He is bald and muscular, so yes. Nice. He's not Jewish. I did know he could he could be. You don't know that. Um, that is true. I haven't, I haven't seen his dick. He also... I, did you notice his expression never changed the entire game? I like Stone Cold, you might say. Yes. Shades. He does have a Stone Cold demeanor. Chris Poland is back. everybody. What did you think? Goldberg, Goldberg Stone Cold. I, I haven't decided yet. I, I want to see a few more games. Nice. Chris Poland sounded like he's calling in from 1974. Chris Poland, Altoona, go ahead. <laughs> I'm um, on my phone. My my computer is at death's door. Okay, so real fast before we go to break, um, I think we covered everything in the game. But where the fuck was Shannon Sharp? He was in. Did there. he get fired? Yeah, he did. For what? They didn't want him back. They they switched directions this year, I guess. I, I remember reading about it a couple months ago. Like, they let him go, and they hired some new people. I don't know. Who are the people? I didn't really see the TV side of things. So is Shannon available? He might be. We should try to get him on the show. We should try to get Shannon Sharp on the show. I bet, yeah, he has some opinions about pie. Right? Get him to do a pie corner? Yeah. Um, so well, that's a bummer. I didn't even see who all else was on that. We do, I do love me some James Brown though on the CBS. Did you guys see the whole pregame thing where it was Bill Cower like interviewing Roethlisberger and talking about how he's a top five quarterback? Like, was that on what you guys were watching? I was not watching. Did I miss it. It was terrible. I mean, I didn't really see it, but I could tell what was happening silently, and it <laughs> it was upsetting. Fuck Bill Cower. Did did the rape come up? In the interview or not? I have no idea. It was all silent, but it was very Look at his stats. He's won Super Bowls. Da, 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 da. Hey, hey, hey. Steelers update. Ben Roethlisberger will eat your butt without consent. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-oh. All right. Uh, station ID break. You're listening to 6Bs and a P here on AquabearLegion.com. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here with a whole bunch of awesome people discussing the Browns' loss today to the Steelers, 30-27, to a hopeful loss. I'm going to send it off to Brian Weeby's broken bandwagon. Brian, what are you talking about this week? Bushels of buddies. Bushels of buddies. Basketfuls of bevies of buds. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Six Bees and a P. Woo! Hey, everybody. It's Brian Weeby with Broken Bandwagon. Uh, coming to you a little after the original recording. And really just feel like uh, all I have to add at this particular broken bandwagon is that uh, I don't think Baltimore should be wiped off the map. That may be something you're about to hear shortly. Can't really remember the sequence of events because I started drinking at about 11 o'clock because of the football game and or just because of my own personality. Let's not pass the buck here. And then just kind of kept going until we recorded, and, you know, when you do that all day and then scream into a computer about stuff, you're, you're going to say dumb things. So, go Browns. Hi, this is Ernest Viner, former Browns player. You're listening to Six B's and a P on AquaBearLegion.com. We'll bring it back. Corey Sopko, bring us back. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, woo! All right, that's Brian Weeby with six P's and a P's broken bandwagon. 
all these interesting stuff, basketfuls of buddies. Um, before we came back, we did mention on the air, I wanted to say here, Tim Peacock answered our call. He watched some football for the first time in 25 years in Pomeroy. Um, he wanted to talk about the game. Cue commentator on the sidelines, and he drank a Pepsi. Um, what else do we have here? Luke Edwards liked the running backs. Billy Wynn, pocket protection, and disliked uh, Gilbert getting burnt and Hayden not playing well. And of course, he didn't like the not going for the field goal as well. Um, and injuries. No one likes injuries. Where the fuck is Pomeroy? Where the fuck is Pomeroy? It's uh, the worst place on earth. Pomeroy hams. Didn't they're famous for down there? Famous for ham? This guy is really, really mad. And he's screaming in his car. (laughs) While driving. While driving. (laughs) And again, guys, you know, we were pretty cynical at this show. We all kind of basically agreed that we thought the Browns played a pretty good game. This was not the kind of game that you get this mad about, I don't think. Ian, you want to play just like a little bit of it? We're gonna. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Jimmy Haslam, did you buy a fucking team to watch Brian fucking Hoyer go three and fuck it out every fucking series? You got Johnny Manziel on the fucking bench. I want him in the game. I know damn well you want him in the game. We had to settle for some piece of shit, garbage coach, because no one else wanted to come here. Well, now it's time. You have the ability to change that. Make a call down to that bald-headed motherfucker. Okay. What you guys can't see uh, on the podcast are the flecks of spittle flying out of his mouth as he screams at the camera while he's driving. Or what can only be described as curious choices with his facial hair. What is it about sports that makes people so irrationally angry, guys? I, that beats me. Like I, I was watching the game with my dad, and he gets all fired up about it. He's been a Browns fan 50-odd uh, years now. And even still, I don't think he would be driven to the point of <laughs> filming himself screaming at a camera while he drives by a fucking Rite Aid. <laughs> I feel like we are looking for sponsors. I feel like sponsors. it would be really hard to not have any amount of perspective and be a Browns fan. Like, I mean, I get really bummed out when the Browns lose, but I don't spiral into despair or rage like this guy did. Well, I mean, you get sad. You don't get yeah. angry. Like, if I were to record a video, it'd just be me weeping quietly in front of a, uh, I don't know, a Burger King. Yeah, but for like maybe thirty minutes after the game, and then I get on with other aspects of my life. Yeah, I got the hand. angry sometimes. Really, <laughs> Brian Weeby, tell us. Yeah, about yeah. It. Give us this perspective. Like, what, what, what drives it? Is it just? Is it your weight of? I think it's it? because you know football is a, is a warfare uh, metaphor stand in. I don't know. You know, I think like. I think it's maybe something that actually kind of, in some ways, holds society together because we act out some sort of violent fantasies in this, like, public forum. And, you know, I have violent fantasies all the time. And and I think football is, like, a a, a safe place to be like, yes, I'd love to see Ben Roethlisberger's neck broken. Please, let me see that on TV. So, So you think it's violence by proxy, sort of? Right, like like you couldn't like in, in your own personal life, you couldn't get so angry at something that you just go and fucking uh, drill some dude in the face. So totally. instead, you're you're just going to yell at your TV like, to do like that, a goddamn crazy I'm not person. I'm going to totally discount it, but <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, I feel like you know, normally in day to day life, you could step back and be like, no, there's no reason to be that angry. Stop it. I, I, yeah, it's the thing. I don't get that angry about things that matter. Exactly. And ultimately, football doesn't. Yeah, and I don't know. And it's not, like I was at a Browns bar, and there were people wearing Steelers jerseys, and it made me really mad. You know, that pisses me off too, though. That's just like if you go to a Browns bar and wear a Steelers jersey, like you're basically just saying "fuck you" to everyone there. Yeah, Dave's got a point. Well, I, I live near the Ohio State campus now, and yesterday there were so many dudes walking around in Virginia Tech jerseys. And there, I mean, 
obviously they're in the fucking eye of the tiger. Like, you don't want to be for the opposing team, especially in a place as rabid as Ohio State's campus is about football. But at the same time, you got to give them props for at least, you know, being brave enough to support their team. No, be be brave enough to support your team, not in the epicenter of the other team. I think yeah, I would give this example. Like, if you're going to a game, sure, you're going to cheer for your team and wear your team's jersey, even if you're on away on other people's turf. But right. a bar in a city where you could find a bar that's your team's bar, just do yeah. that. And you know, like. Well, you're in Chicago. I'd say it's especially easy in Ohio to find the Steelers bar. What if you're friends with a Browns fan, though? Sherry just said that. And I actually saw him. And I think that's why that occurred today, which yeah. probably ultimately spared those people's lives. But uh, <laughs> still, fuck, like, I can't be friends with you if you're a Steelers fan on Sunday. Come on. Well, there's something to be said for, like, Giving somebody some good-natured business if they're wearing a Steelers jersey to Browns, they're like, oh, you fucking asshole, ha, 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 whatever. But when, when you get to the point of screaming your goddamn lungs out at your shitty cell phone camera while you're driving, and this yeah. guy looks like the... If you look at the dictionary under meathead, there's this... He does. He is a... I'm going to go ahead and back that up. He is a meathead. He's wearing his Under Armour uh, shirt. He's all beefed up. He's got a shaved right, well, head. Here's what I'm going to say, executive decision. I thought it was a pretty weird thing. I'm glad we talked about it. But this podcast is about not that guy. I like to separate from that thing. We're going to move it to an even more amazing story that is exactly in this podcast alley. Well, I just want to say one last thing. This this podcast isn't necessarily about positivity. It's just not about anger. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Thanks. You just get angry every week. That won't work. No, no. I because... did have the thought, though, that a new segment could be me pretending to be Petten at halftime. Petten at halftime speed. Just be the sound of a beer cracking and then dumping over your own head. All right, bitch. <laughs> 316. Christian Kirksey. Was uh, I guess the benefactor sort of at this point because he got a lot of attention of a strange glitch in the new Madden 15 football game where he not only played for the Tennessee Titans but he was one foot two inches tall, <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, it, it is pretty adorable. If you watched yeah. a video of it and I enjoyed it. Yeah, go take a look at that. We posted it on our Facebook. You can find that by searching 6Bs and a P. You can find us on Twitter, too, at 6B1P. Um, and go take a look at that. He's blocking interceptions. That's pretty great. My favorite was a picture of him picking up the fumble and the ball is bigger than he is. Yeah, he's just, like, attached <laughs> to the top of it. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a thing where Adrian Peterson killed him. Oh. In real life. Good message, though. Yeah. <laughs> Good ma- <laughs> um, on the opposite end of the size spectrum, Baltimore put up a statue of Ray Lewis. Of a murderer. Perfect for that town. Wipe it off the map. Pretend it don't exist. Let's move on. Oh, boy. Let's wow. talk about that. No, I don't think we should. That was awesome. That's another podcast. It's a uh, Brian Weeby is a classist. <laughs> another and, Raven and a Brian, wait wait I wasn't done. Brian Weeby is a classist and a pie. <laughs> classist and a pie. Nuke it. Let's play that clip again, Ian. Do you have it? Which one? Uh, uh, the pie one, Leroy Kelly. Uh, if you give me three seconds, I'm going to fill time. Just run in my goddamn mouth. Okay. Seven bees in a taco. Kelly, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, and I'm listening to six bees in a pie. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> or, some, or something like that. Something like that. Um, in other Ravens named Ray News, Ray Rice is... Still a cock. Strangely enough. Hmm. How did he do today? Anybody stats? Assistant. He didn't play. He's suspended. Oh! Two whole games. Let's talk about suspensions. Shall we? <laughs> Let's talk about the, the Steelers potheads running all over us. Yeah, come on. Let's how about the chains of justice or whatever the hell they are, the scales? 
The Chains of Justice, it, it, it dials you back from your previous class's stance against Baltimore. Guys, I think we found the name of this week's episode. <laughs> Justices are chains. High corner. Baltimore should be wiped off the map. <laughs> I mean, you guys have seen The Wire, right? More like Baltimore-less. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen The Wire. I have seen Ace of Cakes. So, <laughs> so Gordon, what you're getting to here is Ray Rice was suspended. How many games was that? Two. For beating up his fiance in a fucking elevator on camera and dragging her unconscious out of it. While Gordon, and I understand it's his third infraction, so we're not going to get into that. I'm here talking about the but entire... the second one was some weak-ass shit. Come on, you're not yeah. allowed to get some scissors and get a cough? Yeah. Well, the... Th- <laughs> <laughs> the third one was some weak ass shit, but we won't. It's all bad. Yeah, so right. it may be overturned though. Have you guys read that shit? Yes, yeah. that would be the best thing that could happen. And to me personally, I, I want to bring up that okay, this weekend was the Aquabear County Fair. It was a blast. Uh, Chris, you were down here. I'm Very good. Back. I was. Yeah, and um, this morning I woke up, if you want to call it that. You know, kind of came to and. Looked at my phone because it was first day of fantasy, first big day, and I just saw that Brian Weeby picked up Josh Gordon in our fantasy league, and I wondered. First I figured thing I did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? You think he's coming back? I, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll levy. Uh, I'll levy. I, that's the wrong word. Oh, levy. Bushel. Bushel. Chevy, it's Bushel. I'll Chevy Chase Devontae Freeman being on my lineup for maybe Josh Gordon for two games. Hashtag jaw life. Um, but Gordon, <laughs> Alden Smith, and I want to look this up actually while we're talking, Alden Smith of the Niners got suspended I think like seven or eight games for literally like he drove his car like into a crowd of people and yelled that he had a bomb at an airport. <laughs> Come on, let's get it together, NFL. I mean, what's the deal? You have a violence problem, NFL, (laughs) more than anything. And we didn't talk about Gordon at all in the last... I mean, we did a little bit in the last episode. Maybe that's indicative of our culture and what's wrong with it. Am I right, guys? I mean, we can watch violent movies all the time, but if there's a tit or a drug in a movie... I want to see it. I want to see a drug on a tit. Yes. Alden Smith got nine games, guys, um, which is a lot, okay? Is he, named after, is he named after the library? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. He, according to this, let's see what we got here. He or was arrested for drunken driving. It was his second arrest since entering the NFL. He also has three felony gun charges. He got knocked out into misdemeanors. Jesus course, Christ. 42 sacks since 2011 as well, the only second in the league behind Jared Allen. He missed five games last season when he entered a substance abuse treatment center. Okay, um, He was suspended two days after the Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon's indefinite suspension by the NFL was upheld. And it's important to remember, guys, that this is a year suspension, but it's also indefinitely. He needs to be reinstated, of course. Um, but I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah, Alden Smith doesn't really bother me that much, but in relation to Josh Gordon's harsher suspension... Oh. Yeah. Is what I'm throwing out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Are they, ta- are they talking about Alden Smith? Alden well, Smith is like, yeah, like what he did's fucked up, but well, not even in relation to Josh Gordon. Touching your wife on camera. I don't right. know. There are degrees of awfulness, for sure. Like, like uh, making a threat that you've got a bomb in an airport, multiple. Gun Did possession he charges? I want to check that. Did that actually happen, right? I don't. Somebody said it, so it must be I true. Did. I did, but I don't know if it happened. I need to look at that. But that's my, kind of yeah. funny, whereas punching your wife is not funny. It, well, I don't think that's a. <laughs> one of them is especially funny. And, I mean, if we're if we're going to get real, shall we get real? Is this new segment R. Kelly's sponsors real talk on six B's and a pie? Hey. You just, it's, uh, no. it's actually sponsored by Stamps.com. <laughs> also, real fast, Ian, you live in Columbus now. You're not allowed. Actually, you're not allowed to talk about R. Kelly anymore. There. That is true. We have asked him to leave and never come back. <laughs> so, uh, Josh Gordon, though currently we, 
is suspended, but we're hoping maybe that he might not be because they're re... Uh, and, Brian, you mentioned that, and, of course, picked him up in fantasy, you bastard. I was going to do that. <laughs> I had uh, that thought also. <laughs> but he, uh, you know, if he does get reinstated, if they change this drug policy, it's possible he could get reinstated. But I did see some concern that maybe he tested positive before this technical season started, but who knows? I think they could get him off. And this offense would be awesome with Josh Gordon if it looks like it did in the second half. Um, and if but, he uh, if he doesn't get reinstated, we'd love to have him on the show. Either way. Well, what if he does get reinstated? Well, I, I assume he'd be busy. All right, uh, real fast, Alden Smith, alleged bomb threat at Los Angeles International Airport. This is in... April of 2014. He uh, was arrested and booked at April 13th on charges of false report of a bomb threat at LAX. Uh, what else do we got here? He was belligerent and uncooperative with the process and then with the TSA agent making a comment indicating that he was in possession of a bomb before proceeding toward the gate area. He was described as, quote, uncooperative, end quote, he already has off-the-field issues with DUI, marijuana, and three felony weapons charges from a party held. I think he was drunk and he needed a poop. Stand up, citizen. Uh, Brian, I mean, you know, you do crazy things, you gotta take a shit like that. He's like, I got a bomb in my pants, let me poop. <laughs> I got a one-inch grip on a six-inch turd, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> bigger than that, Josh Gordon is now selling cars. I wish I had enough money to buy a car because I would go to Josh Gordon and buy one from him. New new cars, used cars, both. Really? So I could I go get like exclusively a, Kias. I could go get a 1999 uh, Kia Rio from Josh Gordon. You yeah. could, I think, probably. That's awesome. Um, real fast, if you want to buy a car, my dad sells it. Fast forward. I do want to buy a car. We'll talk off air. All right. Uh, <laughs> so let's hope. I mean, if Gordon comes back, there's some hope. I got yeah. yelled at pretty loud. Well. I mean, I've got hope, and if he comes back, I've got double hope. Could we make it triple hope? Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. We're going to send Dave an hour. A lot of stuff to talk about. And real fast, before I do that, too, are we just going to have to give all of you guys a segment? Like, what the fuck is this shit? Dave's on yeah, the show. Yeah, why, why are we doing these segments when they're on the goddamn show live? We can nix the broken bandwagon. Right no, right. it's too late. We've already talked about it. I like breaking the stuff up. Yeah, we need breaks. I mean, this, now we're seeing how the bread is made, so this is... Ian's got his pie corner now. I mean, there's yeah, a lot going on. We can do that live. I don't care. I don't need to do a pre-recorded Maybe we thing. can like do this. Pre-Madonnas. Dave Obenauer, Silver Lines Playbook, six B's and a P.
All right, so we're back here, six Bs and a P. Dave Obenauer and his silver linings. Sherry Oliver bringing in a chair into the studio. Shit is getting real over here. Um, gay football commercials next in the outline. Chris, I believe you saw that with me and Sherry. What's the deal? What happened? Fill us in. Well, we were only half paying attention, because, but there were two giant men, I believe, playing a game of football or fighting over football, smashing through the walls of a building. Is that right? And they said something about being a couple, at which okay. point I think all of us kind of noticed, hey, that was about gay football fans. Yeah, and they were like rival teams or something, but they were still partners in life. It was kind of weird. Isn't football yeah, just kind of gay anyway? Being gay and liking football is hot right now. Though. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. Do you read that on uh, usweekly.com? I, I'm going to, probably. I thought that was US Weekly. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It's us A today in US Weekly. <laughs> We were like, you know, hey, those are gay football guys. That's a weird market. Sherry says that that market's hot. Um, Ian, do you think it's hot? I Oh, boy, is it ever. Like, you know, the, the stereotype is of the football fan being what, you know, making fun of gay people. So, you know, for them to flat out say, hey, it's okay to be gay and be an NFL fan, it surprised me. And what Chris is talking about, because I imagine we've come back from a cut, is that there was a gay football commercial. I think you know, it was for DirecTV. I think this is great. We've, we've brought it back around. Um, and it was saying like they were just like any other couple, but they liked rival teams, and it, we all basically were like, wait a minute, those are gay football guys. Sherry informed us that that is a hot sub, like... It's like going green. <laughs> Go green, gay football. Um, and it basically was just saying, like, they're just like any other couple. And I also had a note, too, that I just thought, like... Meatless Mondays. Meatless Mondays, gay football dudes. Go green. Go green. So that was... Chris thinks it's progressive. I agree. I mean, I think that anything... Michael Sam, breaking down barriers. Green is the new black. Gay is the new football. There you go. Boom. You hear to hear first. Michael Sam, I heard. Chris, you said, got invited to be on Raw. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night. Well, of, of this, as of this taping, tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, he's been invited. I I don't know if that means they're going to make him an offer to join the roster or what's going to happen, but uh, for some reason, he's been invited to be on the roster. So as of this taping tomorrow night, by the time you hear this, it'll be last week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We do crazy things here in the studio. Aqua Religion Headquarters. Uh, sponsored by Pierogi Mountain, it looks like, this week. On the oh my god, I finally got to eat Pierogi Mountain. Matt, uh, talk about that real fast. It was fantastic. That dude, Matt Majeski. I had a, a variety. I had the uh, bacon beer cheese. I had the smoked oh. potato cheddar. Mm-hmm. I had the jalapeno popper. Oh. And uh, the sour cream and chive. Nice. What did Haley Hansen think? She enjoyed it very much. She had a lot of the same ones I did. She also had uh, the rosemary something. I can't remember what the other rosemary. thing that was. Roasted garlic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was delicious. It's going to be a Tuesday night tradition for us while we're in Columbus. So, Prairie Mountain, Matt Majeski, God bless your soul. What's this while we're in Columbus? While we're stuff? in Columbus. Going somewhere else? Rolling still. You know, I got things going on. All right, mover and a shaker. Big shout out, though, to Pierogi Mountain. You can find him at Cafe Bourbon Street on Tuesday nights, hustling some very, very, very reasonably priced and delicious pierogies. And also, if you can't. If you can't make it there, yes, you can go to Wildlands Market or uh, Colosh Republic in Columbus. There you go. Buy them pierogies. Matt's sweet, and those are awesome. Chris <laughs> Poland is actually here on the phone through the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take. Pierogi line. Let's, let's go to Chris and Dayton. Thanks, Majeski. <laughs> Chris, you had some of the limited edition, and we still have a few in our freezer here. I'm going to eat them this week. Aqua Blue Bear pierogies. No, I didn't. I was busy making pancakes. I didn't get to try one. Oh, we would have ate them this weekend. It's okay. It's uh, Yeah, that's okay. We'll cut that out. Get sad. <laughs> um, coming up next, Tweet of the Week. Ian, cue up it's, the music. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweets. Could you do it again with the S? Oh, God damn it. No. Do it. it just edit us in. 
We're not going to do it. All right, fine. It's the tweets of the week. Yeah, tweets of the weeks. Uh, Ian, you got a quick one from our buddy Bernard Kosar. Yeah, the the newly anointed on Twitter, Bernard Kosar. Uh, apparently, he love using the tally straighter. <laughs> okay, do you want to describe on that? What is there a photo? There is a photo. It's of one Bernard Kozar looking very confused at a gentleman in a, uh, a suit without a tie in front of a telestrator. And then love, in this instance, spelled L-U-V. Mm. And telestrator apparently is two words. <laughs> T-E-L-E and then straighter. Uh, Bernie, hope you're doing okay out there. Sherry, you have a what I've described in the outline as a shit ton of tweets of the week. We're going to start... I think until someone tells us otherwise, we thought it was funny having lots of them last week. So Jerry's been tracking some down. I'm going to hand it off to her. Uh, Marquise Gray no longer plays for the Browns, but he did play for the Browns. So uh, he's a Viking now. Um, and apparently, uh, Ian, are you familiar with Leanne Chin? It's like a uh, some sort of Chinese restaurant chain, isn't it? Yes. That's, I think, only in Minnesota. Uh, I've seen them, yes. Marquise Gray loves it. Uh, He tweets on September 3rd, Snapchat better get ready for me because I'm about cut up after I eat this lovely Leanne chin. So does that mean he's at the take pictures of his genitals? (laughs) Is that what, real fast, am I the only person that thinks like whenever anyone says Snapchat, what they're saying is taking my genitals? I'm pretty sure that's it. So then Terrence West, who did a really great job as a Brown today, uh, he tweets, um, and I'm assuming, is this his first year playing football? Who's this? Terrence West. Yes, first year. Rookie first, year first year ever. In Baltimore. <laughs> well, he's doing a great job. Uh, Terrence West, at Terrence West underscore 20. I still have a broke person mentality, which is a good thing. Hasn't. He's right. Hasn't adopted Joe Hayden's I'm going to spend all of my money on sneakers mentality. <laughs> Filling a house with sneakers and my woman's voluptuous ass. She's She's got that ass. Uh, Terrence West also uh, tweets, I used to think going to Walmart was fun when I was a kid. Now that I have to pay for my own stuff, I hate going to Walmart. Five crying sad faces. Mm. Broke person mentality. Marquise Gray, um, again, it's at Marquise G. I love Benny Hanna's so much. So he's adjusting very well to Minnesota. Uh, Christian Kirksey, already been talked about. Tiny Titan. Big dreams, live big. Hashtag good message, though. Okay. Uh, Javon here this last Labor Day tweets, where the cookout at? <laughs> good question. Uh, my favorite tweet of the week and maybe the year uh, is Jordan Cameron, who got hurt today, right? Yeah, how's he doing? Do we have an update on that? Uh, he's very handsome. Oh, he's, he's so handsome. Aww. Hashtag handsome. He is. Uh, Jordan Cameron, whose uh, Twitter Hunky handle is at, at Jordan Cameron. Hunky Brown. Hunky Brown. Hashtag Hunky Brown. Tweets, Thomas Edison is made out to be a hero. Far from it. That guy sucks. Hashtag change the history books. Hashtag Tesla. Ooh. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh. Jordan Cameron getting fucking edgy. Jordan yeah. Cameron watched uh, The Prestige. Yeah. Jason Pinkston, at Jason Pinkston OL, tweets, I don't like being a Virgo at all. It should only be women. <laughs> oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Jason. That guy's incredible. Last week his gun worked in his dream, and now he's talking. I'm a, I am a Virgo. My birthday is three days from the recording of this podcast, so I must take umbrage with his statement. <laughs> and then uh, Michael Noted. Bowie, uh, second to last week, Michael Bowie, he's at 61 like Bow. Tint so dark, I gotta drive with my windows cracked at night. First, first response is a guy named Jason Harris, who I think is just a guy, says, shut up. <laughs> is Dave with us still? What? Oh, you see if Dave's there. And then uh, last tweet, and then I'm done. Uh, Jabal shared uh, right after the game, 
uh, did a Bob Marley singing No Woman, No Cry video and tweeted, Jeff, some Bob Marley after that game. Because maybe he Ooh. wants to get kicked out of the NFL for a year or two so he doesn't have to play with the crowd. Hashtag jaw life. One more tweet just now coming off yeah. of the, uh, hot off the presses. Lexi Silver. Oh, oh, boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think that she's going to rebrand herself as Alexa Silver following Ooh. her father's Bernard? Well, I'll, I'll tell you the tweet and then you tell me. Okay, go ahead. No clue why my pussy is so tender. <laughs> tender? <laughs> tender. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> Go on, Chris. What is that idea? <laughs> why her pussy is so tender? <laughs> yes, please tell me why her pussy is so tender. Because <laughs> she doesn't know. We can tweet it at her. I will let her know right now. You tell me what it is, and I'll tweet it at her. Remind me what her what her profession is. Uh, she's got meat with a meat tenderizer. She is, <laughs> she is Bernie Kozar's porno daughter. Yeah. Tell her it's her occupational That's okay. great. <laughs> um, Typing that right now. Lexi, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, next week, guys, Browns versus Saints. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, I felt bad last week. I feel better this week. Why not? Okay, well, Sherry Oliver has Drew Brees in the fantasy football. I think the I Saints have... lost this week, right? Did to the Falcons. But the the, the... better than the Falcons. We turned down that HBO show, and they they chose to do it. Well, if that's what you're basing your prediction on, <laughs> totally. Why not? Go I'm, Browns. Ba- I'm basing it on the uh, absolute shit show of pass defense the Browns put up in the first half. It'd be tough with Drew Brees and that rookie. That no, got you from- agree Joe Hayden sucks. I don't agree Joe Hayden sucks. I agree that everybody else sucks at pass defense. I think Buster, Buster Screen's our best player. <laughs> in the whole, on the whole team? Um, probably in the whole NFL. Yeah. He's the only one named Buster. I also wanted to bring up on an unrelated note, but also semi-related, that none of the other teams in our division that think they're awesome have a basketball team. And even if they did have a basketball team, LeBron James doesn't play for it. So eat our butts. It's true. <laughs> I did say eat our butts a, a lot today as much. <laughs> Sherry said I said eat our butts today as many times as they showed Johnny Manziel. They did... Fucking those announcers, like they were not only showing him but talking about him. And then even at half, they were like, "Is Patton bringing in Johnny Manziel?" Like I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" He already said he wasn't going to do that, you know. Yeah, but then he said he was, and, you know. Who knows? Drama, but I, I do like that the drama is just like the backup quarterback watching a game happening. <laughs> kind of like a movie that's all phone calls. <laughs> Draft day, we'd love to have you on the show. Their faces <laughs> are like, look out. Um, the Saints are, yeah, that's going to be tough, especially pass defense, like Ian said. I mean, if Hayden's got to get it together. You do. I'm thinking about you. Every single one of them do have to get it together. Gilbert was not looking good today either. We just well, got to get it together. I, I did like he got a little fiery, maybe. Yeah. I like his roughing. Do you think that's what Payton said at halftime? What did he say? I like that too. At at halftime, Payton said, we got to get it together, guys. And then he just sat (laughs) quietly in a corner for the next 14 minutes and 45 seconds. (laughs) Did you play that U2 song? Which one? The Get Yourself Together or whatever? I don't know. Don't you forget about it? No, no. With (laughs) or without you. Elevation. Radar Dumb. love. <laughs> Disco talk. Put on your boots. So, again, I think the best way to put with this... With or is without it. you? Yeah. <laughs> with or cake? Beautiful day. I already said that. <laughs> Magic carpet. a beautiful day. Um, so, next week... What's the, the one that goes tonight? We can be as one tonight. 
What's Sunday that? Bloody Sunday. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I Next episode. Today, oh boy. Sunday Bloody Sunday. Day there Bloody you Sunday. go. Come on. It's perfect. It's about football. Did you know that? It is. Dono <laughs> um, loves football. We love it. The last, the last thirty seconds was straight robot sounds. Yeah, I think the whole now second half of this episode, me maybe just cut out. Just kidding, joking around. Joking <laughs> yeah. If the Browns win next week against the Saints by some strike of fate, what happened? What do you guys think happened in that game? I'd feel what awful. happened. Uh, is it home or away? It's a home game, right? Home game. Is uh, oh boy. I think Johnny I can't imagine a scenario. Yeah, I think he wins the game. Johnny football. Yes. Johnny he comes in football. He, he comes, comes into the game. The game. The bottom of the ninth. Two and he out. does a dance. And uh, hits a car. Hits a three pointer to win it. Yes, three pointer at the buzzer. We win. Home run. Any other predictions, Dave? Triple double flip. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen, Chris. A lot of things could happen. Yeah, it could. Um, probably won't, but it could. It probably won't. Their defense got to get their shit together. I mean, I think that's ultimately what's going on. In all honesty, I think if we can, as we've mentioned very early on in this episode, play like we did the second half in an entire game, we can maybe win. And I think if we can do that, and there's no guarantees, we're Browns fans, we know that, but if we can play as we showed we're capable of today for the first time all season, maybe we can win. Brian, you sent me a text during the game. I thought it was pretty accurate. I felt the same way. I shared it with Chris where you just said, I can't handle the pressure. <laughs> right. <laughs> when it was like 27-27, it was like, ah! Yeah, I, I realized today that I drink more when the Browns could maybe win than when they're definitely going to lose. Yeah, that game, you remember when we were in Chicago, there's a great podcast of that, the game that, where they played the Ravens and won last year. Oof. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, I do think they have a chance. It's going to be a tough one. Drew Brees is pretty good. The, de- the defense, Saints defense is pretty good, too. Um, but they got a chance. I'm excited to watch. I thought the second half was enough to keep me excited. Um, you know, go Browns. I don't think we talked enough. I want to add in two more minutes here at the end. How much do you guys hate the Steelers? I watch these games, and it just, that's the other thing, the pressure. Like, I just hate them so much. They're definitely my most hated team, which I used to really, really hate the Lakers, but I'd say the Steelers in the past few years have far surpassed that hatred. I feel like I've made it my personal mission to make sure that no one forgets that Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist. I'm never going to let that go. Like, it has to be uttered in the same sentence. He's a rapist. Yep. Chris? Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I feel like I hate the Ravens as much. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I mean, like, I feel like the Browns, and I, I would actually, I need to look at some other divisions, but I feel like there's an interesting thing there because they, had, like, share a division with a team they're in the same state in uh, with the Bengals, and then a team that they used to be in the Ravens, and then a team that they have this deep rivalry with, which is the Steelers. It's a very interesting thing. I don't think many other teams, you know, the NFC East, there's a few other divisions that are pretty solid, but don't have that, like, super rivalry, you know? Like, are the Jaguars and the Colts rivals like that? I don't think so. No. Okay. So hopefully Brown- the closest division is the Bears, Vikings, Lions, Packers. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the only other thing they compare. But that's that enough, y'all. Corey yelling in the background? Yeah, she's, she's sick of it. She hates it. Uh, so we'll be back right. here. Whoa. <laughs> we'll be back here next week to discuss hopefully a Browns win or at least not a total destructive, terrible loss against the Saints. 
Same time, same channel on AquabareLegion.com. Your one source for force will be here. Six Bs and a P. I like to thank all of my guests and co-hosts, all of you, every single one, the pie corner, the bandwagon, the linings. Brian Weeby. Hey, I like to thank you, Brian Casco. Oh, you're such a nice guy. Chris Poland, you better thank me too. The precedent's been set. Uh, thank you very much, Brian Costco. You are a great man. Ian Wolf, thank me. <laughs> David Bauer, thank me. Thank you so much, Costco. It is the shining spot of every week. Oh. Dave, I want to bring up America is the only one last week when we did the lightning round. Ian Wolf just texted me, God damn it. I don't know what that means. Because he's uh, when, gone. He can't contribute now. Oh. When we did the lightning round last week, Dave was the only one who said he'd listen to every episode, and he listened to all of it. Um, so he is the ultimate friend of the show. And he got that Leroy Kelly clip. Uh, I also, and I don't mean this as any disrespect, I mean it as the greatest tribute. Listening to last episode, I do believe he could be our Ed McMahon, because you've got that great booming oh, laughter. I <laughs> And it made me so happy listening to it. <laughs> like Ed McMahon. <laughs> I'll take it. And a lot of the huge check. <laughs> Sherry just Sherry is scooting my chair down while I'm not paying attention. Uh, along those same lines, there was a comparison made independently that of about another member of our show last week. Aaron Van Dorn. He's our Dennis Miller. Spread the word. Stitcher retweeted us or something. What did they do? They did something. They tweeted about us? I think so. Did they retweet us? I don't know. But you should do all of those things. You can find us on Twitter, at the Twitter, at 6B1P. That's number six, letter B, number one, letter P. Tweet at us, follow us, find us on Facebook. You can email us at brian at aquabearlegion.com. Find us at aquabearlegion.com. Ian, we're on the Stitcher, right? And iTunes and stuff? Ian's gone, man. Oh, God. Oh, no. We're a leaderless ship. I am worried that maybe this entire episode is now no longer being recorded. Yeah. Ian's oh. recording it. He just keeps texting God damn it to me. All right. Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> Wait, Ian's back on. Is he? I am. Hello. Are you there, Ian? Oh wait, hold there on. Now it still says it's broadcasting. I don't. Everything went all weird over on my end. Well, let's. Well, we just wrapped up. <laughs> let's say bye, everybody. Say bye again. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye again. Bye again. Browns. Thank you. Thank you.